Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. He's laughing throughout the whole intro. That's all intro. I tried to hold it. <laughs> 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 oh, well, well, well. You shouldn't laugh at Mikkel's lineup like that. We <laughs> shouldn't do that like that. Laughed the whole way through. Oh, shit, sorry. I don't even sorry, know what to sorry. start with right now because the people are probably wondering. Hold on, we've just lost two one to Lon. Saka's come off injured. Oh, There's man. question marks about the tactics, and these four have started the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we go from here? Oh mate, listen, oh, I, 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 I was late today. There you go, like yeah, mate. So you know, oh, huh? I was I was late as well. I oh, was ya. But not as late as you. <laughs> this is slippery gear. He has he's kept himself very quiet there. No, I, I, uh, I was fully transparent. I took my point deduction like an honourable man. So that community shield point, I fought very hard for. Is <laughs> nah, is you're not, listen. There's no points deduction from us free. Like, oh yes, know? there is. To be late every now and then, like you know what I mean, it's like. I'm sorry, like you know, and I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, any, any points deductions today. I um, I've been out with my daughter for her birthday. <laughs> run a little bit late, and I'm not taking no. You, you losing two points, mate? Not one. Leave two. two. If I got a two point deduction, you are. You're getting a two point deduction. Am I taking a two point? We, we had we had a, we had a team intervention. That scumbag, and I'm going to call him a scumbag <laughs> up there. Has got away with daylight robbery, like you know what I mean. So which, which one? Which one? Me or me or Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, only one scumbag when it comes to that. Like, you know, He's playing to me. I'm not having no points deduction. Hold on, whatever whatever personal vendetta you got with me, I don't think it's unfair to take that out on Mr. Jordan and Mr. James. I agree. No, I agree. I'm not taking it out on them. Like I don't think that us guys should. Um... Oh us! Oh us guys! I thought you wouldn't rob a bank with them. Now it's us. <laughs> Oh, well, I wouldn't. They're not really. They're not really friends or acquaintances like these days. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but um, you know, uh, uh, listen. If they're stitching me up for two points, I'm going. To, I, I, I actually going to get my shotgun. That's what I'm going to do. Well. Like, yeah. 
And they're actually like <laughs> the old bullets, like you know what I mean, like James and Jordan, like. So <laughs> we had to we had to record at eight. I arrived at eight oh one. I lose a point. Poor poor on me. I'm I'm sorry for keeping you all waiting. James Lee it happens. Yeah, but you know what? It's a point deducted. Lee, you rocked up at eleven past eight. That's two points deducted. And you're firmly... what time scale you are. You're in France or something, like you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's not eight low, it's ten. Anyway, oh, I thought I was early. Um, <laughs> 10 p.m. Apologies, I was one minute late, you were 11 minutes late. Yes, right. And, and, and so I, I've told you those more. reasons, and also told that this pod was going to be at half past 10, but someone changed it. Oh, slippery shameless up there, probably changed it, knowing that I was at a, a, a restaurant today, like you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'll take the points deduction, but I'm not, uh. I'm not going to say to my little Emily, like, you know, I've got to rush off and without cutting your cake because I get two points deducted. So, That's, no, that is very good of you. You're a fantastic, you're a fantastic dad. Well, she didn't think that today. I've had a big rap over it. You're pissing everyone off tonight, isn't it? <laughs> not me. I'm actually delighted because I, I've come out with something here. I might have lost a point, but Lee's lost two. So I've actually gone above him on points in the table. Get so. <laughs> So, uh, you know what? I see it as a point gain, quite frankly. Two-horse two race. It's well, two I was never in the title now. race. Look, I, uh, I, listen, I have no standards. I think I've been late on one occasion, like, and I've had been points deducted. I don't think you've been late that many times, James. No. Look at that scumbag up there has been late more times than he's been on time, and he's got he's had less fines than me and you, by the way. Like, you know what I mean? So, I know, but... You know, scandalous. I had a three point deduction, Lee. I mean, I don't know what else you want an arm and a leg next time. I don't know. I don't right. Know. Can I, I'll tell you what, can I take a three point deduction then, like, and not be on the show? Is that, is that fair? <laughs> I'm happy to do that now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You want to Roy? Can you in the background can you give me permission to leave these scumbags to themselves? <laughs> right, <you know? laughs> One minute he's trying to win James over, saying, "No, nah, we're not normally late." Now you're calling everyone a scumbag, Lee. <laughs> yeah, you gotta well, take it on the chin, mate. You the game is the game. The game is the game. <clears throat> the rules were set, and since the rules have been set, now, well, I'm gonna in, I'm I'm gonna bring my lawyer in. It ain't it ain't soppy Shiroi. I tell you that now, like, <laughs> you know, like you know, bringing someone that knows what they're talking about. We look yeah. forward to hearing he's, from him with Julian. Julian, Julian, will get me sixty-six points. I tell you, like, all right, we'll see. We'll see what changes have happened to the prediction table later on in the show when we're making the predictions for the Man City game. As usual, the prediction table will show. Just a reminder: we are also on audio platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, all of that. So you can catch up to us on the audio platforms. But yeah, enough of the banter. We've got some. Serious business to talk about. And by serious business, I mean Man City Sunday. But before that serious business, we've got the Champions League second group stage game loss at Lons to talk about. Um, 2-1, Saka off injured and uh, a performance void of any excitement, void trash. of any fluidity. What do you say, James? Trash. We were trash. Trash. We were trash. trash. I tweeted out that I'm, you know, not going to go overboard. It's not the end of the world. We can have a very good season. Nothing's defined by this match. But we were trash. Some people, and I need to say all that stuff because some people think, oh, we, we weren't trash. We took our chances. We would have, and why are you so negative? And see this one bad result. And then it's fine. It's cool. It's not the end of the world. 
but we were crap. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Arsenal was shit. Lons were very good. I will say that. Mm. Like, I reflect on that performance and, like, Lons absolutely played their part in us being bad. But, yeah, we were bad. We were very bad. Yeah, they took advantage of, of a poor performance from Arsenal. Yeah. But, Lee... I want to start with you because you was there. Um, you've only just got back this morning, hence why we didn't record this morning at 8 a.m. We actually moved it to 10 p.m. from Mr. Lee Judges, but he, you know, he's moaning about the time. But yeah, Lee, you was there. How, how, how was it? Fucking dogs up there, like I mean, like, I actually said I'd rather go for that time, like you know, but <laughs> I actually said I'd rather go that time because I'm going out to my daughter's birthday, like today. But that fell on deaf ears. But there you go. Oh, <clears throat> Lons away. How was it? Uh, up until the Arsenal got involved, fantastic. You know, I mean, so, I'd say as soon as Mikel gets involved, it all goes wrong, doesn't it? Like, you know, but listen, I'm going to say this now you, the experience was fantastic, the atmosphere uh, was incredible. I've got to say that it was un- off the scale. I don't know if you could appreciate what it was like, um, on TV or, or you know, or, or whatever, but it was very, very hostile. The Tanoi fella was <coughs> on it all the time. And, and my God, they were on it. We got there uh, around about five o'clock. So um, so it's a five o'clock. It's a nine o'clock kickoff over there. So that's four hours before the game. It was buzzing like it was 20 minutes before the game. I've, 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 not, I've not seen a... Uh, I've been to a lot of games, European Champions League games and whatever. I've not seen it like that. Uh, anywhere it, they were so up for it, excited flares going off the, the town was buzzing everything about that like you know and I actually got there thinking you know yeah we, we, it was a comfortable I thought comfortable and I think like you said Turkish it was going to be comfortable and I, I thought to myself you know well oh, I take a 2-1 or a 1-0 at this moment in time because you could see it was going to be a real difficult night and um I have to say, I thought the first twenty minutes we'd done it really. We we'd done everything that we should have, you know. What I mean, got the goal, and then I, I I thought we was in control, and then we just shot ourselves in the foot. And the one thing that I'm going to say now, I don't know how you guys feel about it. But the one thing I've took away from the game is, you know, don't underestimate the Champions League. Do not underestimate it. The quality is there. I thought they were very very good. Lons, best team that we played this season by a long chalk, and, and the finishing was incredible. You know, if you mess up, you get punished. And that is something that we've got to learn from because we had chances in that game and we did not take. And if we'd have took those chances, I think it would have been a different night for us. Like, you know, I think we was 1-0 up and Kai Havertz had a difficult chance, but a chance to to, to make it 2-0. At 2-1, Kai Havertz puts um, Trossard through. He does exceptionally well. Miss kicks it. We had the Tommy Asu one, and I think the Nelson one. We had more than enough chances to get something from the game. But I'm with James. I thought it was a poor, poor performance from start to finish. I felt we got the team selection wrong. I thought the way that we managed the game uh, and the substitutions. I, I, I think two players come out with credit. You know, if you're going into a Champions League game, guys, you've got to have nine players playing well and two maybe having an off day. Not not the other way around. And that's how it was. There's two players come out of that game with credit. The rest of them... And, and, and I'm sorry, you can include the substitutions in that because I think the substitutions... Smith Rowe was OK, but other than that, I thought the substitutions made no impact. I thought it was an abysmal, poor, poor night. And do you know what? It's been coming, boys. Who, who are the yeah. two you give credit for? You give credit to? Declan Rice and Tommy Asu. Yeah, I probably, I think I agree with that. 
Lee, yeah. I want to I wanna ask you, because uh, just a bit earlier on, you said um, don't take Champions League teams for granted or something along those lines. Mm. But isn't this indicative of a bigger issue with Arteta? Because it's not champ- just Champions League teams that have surprised us like this. Olympiacos, Sporting, Lisbon, uh, Villarreal. Turkish, Amelie, we were talking about it afterwards. And, um, you know, like because we was obviously kept in for for about an hour and 20 minutes and there was a... I have to say, we, the fans yesterday were tr- we were treated really poorly. Uh, I have to say that um, from the ticket inside of it to um, um, being let out, they, they 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 made us all go to one down to one gate and then opened another gate, the other end, and let, you know, and it was no communication and everything like that. But you get talking afterwards, and and one of the questions, you know, when was the last time we had a decent away performance in Europe, and no one could answer it. Uh, certainly not under Mikel. Um, I think uh, someone said um, Slavia Prague, the four-one probably was that. Was it four-one? Remember when we needed to go there? Having drawn one-one at the Emirates, I oh, think yeah. that's honestly the last one. Yeah, like you know, someone said when there were no fans in the ground. Um, yeah, who, who, who was sorry? Who was the game we played? I think it was Seville away, and Aubameyang and Lacazette yeah. I think two each. Was it Valencia? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, so certainly under Mikel, it's not been convincing. You know what I mean? Europa League last season, I don't know. Uh, every game wasn't convincing. And um, I just felt yesterday, I don't know if you felt that on, on watching it and all that. Like, I was very, very impressed with Lons. Now, people keep saying they're 15th in the league and all that. Like, but that. You know, it's a different thing when you're up for a game. You know, we was we was up for the game against PSV because we're you know the fans and everything like that. But you know that we made a mistake. Raya makes a mistake. You know, and we won nil up in a game where it's so hostile. You know, what I mean the noise and everything like that. When you won nil up, just change your tactics. Just go long and don't give away. Don't don't give them chances. You know, like you, you got the goal. Why try and make um, you know like it difficult and um, once we made that mistake, the finish was unbelievable. I've watched yeah. it again today. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a fantastic finish. And and we had a warning just before their second goal. They cut it back and put it wide the second time, bang, and it's in. I don't think they had that many chances after that, if I'll be real. I don't really remember Ray making a lot of saves, but clinical. clinical. But they were also, um, they were also brave. Like, yeah, they played a back five, but they weren't, just sitting back and and then no. parking the bus, they they got stuck into us. Um, they were forcing errors. That that Raya pass because we analysed it today. Like, yes, it's a bad pass to Tomiyasu, but there's actually still quite a lot that needs to go wrong from that pass because Tomiyasu really should get to it first. I'm not blaming it. It is poor from Raya, but the way um, Machado or Machado, the, the left back steams in front to win that ball first and then perfectly knocks it into Wahoo, takes the perfect touch and knocks it into Thomason. And we got punished for a mistake, but they were really brave and direct. And mm. you say we started the game well, and I, I kind of agree in terms of we weathered the storm, we went 1-0 up, just in terms of like we, we kind of fought through some difficult moments. But there were a lot of clearances in the box. There was a lot of crosses we had to deal with. We... We weren't finding fluidity really till we got that first goal. Um, and even then, we didn't really find it. It was just a slightly better. No, um, I agree. I agree. They, they stuck what, it on us. I was. That's what was so good about them. Yeah, what, what I'm saying is, you know, the, the, the atmosphere, you know, was 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 electric in there. It was. And I felt, that you know, that you, you knew in that first 10, 15 minutes, it was going to be honest. 
James. You know what I mean? But yeah. to ride that school storm and go one nil up, you're thinking, right, good, good, solid job. And, and then I felt yeah, we I kept them at arm's length. And then we just make, you know, we shoot ourselves in the foot. I have to say, you know, as poor as we were, I, I, I walked away and said that they were the better team. Yeah, they were. They were the better team. You have to hold your hands up. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't a good day. It wasn't a good day tactically, you know, the arc, we're going to obviously talk about, you know, the sack of, you know, I never wanted him starting in that game. It's a pathetic decision. I have to say that, like, and I'll, I'll say it again. And you know, what I mean, you can call me Lee Ramsdale, you can call me whatever you want, like, you know, what I mean, I, I, I'm real now. I don't see a significant difference between the two goalkeepers. I don't. It's, it's not this massive, massive gulf to say one's better than the other. And I, 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 I see that yesterday. And for the last two years, we've been looking at it and going, we need a, a, a proper number nine. That was so evident yesterday. Because not only with our lack of finishing, but the lack of when we was two one down of a plan B, they're yeah. just wasn't one. To be fair, to be listen, it's all tongue in cheek. When I said Lee Ramsdale in the WhatsApp group, it's tongue in cheek because I think you bring up a legitimate point in terms of Arteta's made a big decision, and we'll start with the goalkeeper because we mentioned the first goal and the mistake. Arteta's made a big decision that a lot of people are failing or trying to understand. I do think Raya is the better keeper just from, you know, from what I know of him and what I've seen of him distribution-wise. But he's been trusted to replace an Aaron Ramsdale that's a fan favourite, an Aaron Ramsdale that, that's done a lot more good than bad along the last couple of years. An Aaron Ramsdale that deserves to, to start at least the first Champions League game because he was a big part of getting us back into it. But I also call for the club to be ruthless. Every great team, every great club now and in history have been ruthless. So Arteta's made that decision, but I'm going to couple up the mistake that Ryan made because firstly, the mistake he made against Lons, you could see it because I watched it back. He was quite nonchalant on the ball. He just seemed like he's going to curl it around to Tomiyasu. He didn't really... He, he didn't really focus on what he was doing. He just thought, yeah, I'm going to play it. Not too much conviction behind it. And we got pipped off. I'm going to couple that up with the Tottenham one. I didn't make much of the Tottenham one at the time because I feel like we still had two moments where we could have averted conceding that first goal. But the reality is he's made he's had two moments that are not too dissimilar to Ramsdale's moments over the last couple of years that fans like myself try and justify in Mikel Arteta making this decision because of the fine margins. So I, I think you raise a legit, legitimate point. Jordan, I'll bring you in now because we've started with the keeper. I haven't heard from you yet. Mm. But it, it, do you think we shouldn't focus on this as much as we might be doing now? Because it was bound to happen in the sense that the first big mistake he makes, we was always going to ask why the change was made or why Ramsdale wasn't starting. Or do you think it's a legitimate concern? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I, I do. I've said all along. I, I found it really, really weird how the fan base and you know, I don't care for what other people think about our keeper situation, but the fan base were saying like, "Yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad that Raya's starting," as if there's some huge difference between Raya and Ramsdale. So from the get go, I don't really care of the two who starts because for me, the, the difference is, is the differential is very, very small. I think Raya's kicking is slightly better. I think Ramsdale's shot, shot saving, shot stopping, sorry, is slightly better. But then I think Ramsdale's kicking is very good. And Ray is a good shot stopper. So the differentials are so small, I don't really care who starts. What I just don't understand this whole kind of almost campaign that Ray is a significant upgrade 
on Ramsdale. He's not. They're both tier two goalkeepers. You can have your preference, but let's not pretend like there's some massive... You're not signing Edison. <laughs> you're not signing Allison. There's not that gap between the two goalkeepers. So for me, the fan base, some people can talk about... I've spoken about Raya is, is the rightful one. I, I'm okay with that. But for me, we've seen in this mistake alone, that he's not he's not flawless either. He's not world-class. He's a top goalkeeper. I think will go on to be a good keeper for us. But, but he's not... So, it's more so the decision-maker I'm talking about because I, I don't disagree with what you just said there. It mm. is by margins. One might think one's better. Someone else might think the other's better. But surely, after such a ruthless decision, mm. the player has to kind of you know, vindicate the, the, the decision of the manager and prove that the manager was right in making this small change. And so yeah. far... Has he done it? Well, in, he's, he's played four games now because Rams are coming for the, for the League Cup. Three, is it three or four games? Five, five. Is it, is it five games? Two, two okay. Champions Leagues, Everton, Tottenham and Bournemouth. Okay, so you're right. So five games. In those five games, he's made two errors. I would say the Spurs goal and the goal with the goal Which last Spurs night. Which Spurs goal are we talking about? The first one? The he first goal. Post, yeah. And then instead of tipping it out for a he, corner. He's got, he's got to tip that out. In, and then he's makes a save. And then it goes out, it comes back in, Saka leaves Madison. So a few things happened yeah. that I didn't want to dwell on that too much. That, that was that was almost akin mean. to David De Gea last year at United. Because he'd make a great recovery save, people wouldn't attribute the eventual goal to him. But the reason why the goal came in the first place is because of his poor kicking or his failure to parry out. He, he, do you know what I mean? So I attributed that goal to Raya. You've got to deal with that if you're a top goalkeeper. But two mistakes in five games is not really territory for me to think. Mikel Arteta, come on, get him out, get him out, back, you know, bring, bring, bring Ramsdor back in. If there's more, then I'm, then I'm looking at Mikel Arteta. But the, the, the problem Mikel Arteta's got now is he, he, he lied to us. He came with this whole nonsense about, I've got two top goalkeepers because I want <laughs> to have tactical flexibility between, between the two keepers. That was clearly a lie. You wanted to phase out Ramsdale, as is your right, but now you can't put Ramsdale back in because... You, it's clear now that Rare was the person you wanted to get in the first place and you don't want to dead his confidence then now. So I think the way he's handled it has not been great, but I think we should stick with Rare for the foreseeable future until things really, really go belly up. But my, my main thing is, I just didn't like the rhetoric around um, the decision, which for me was weird because at no point over the summer was anybody saying, oh, Ramsdale, yeah, Actually, maybe... I have to give credit to Chris Hudson, who from from the get-go in the summer, he actually said, I want another keeper to compete and push Ramsdale. He was the only one that said it. So you are right, generally, that no one was Mm. really calling for it. But anytime someone says no one called for it, I always think of Chris because I was surprised. There's another, you know, know, uh, Mo, who's on Twitter often. I think we've talked to him a couple of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He called it a while ago saying, I think... I think Ramsdale might get replaced. So, but you're right, but like, it's a very small minority. So I, I sort of remember the ones... Was that, that the priority, though? That's not like my argument. That is my argument. I and think... You, yeah, go on. You're, you know what, Lee? It, it wasn't the priority, hence why the decision to do it should yeah. probably be under you know further scrutiny because it wasn't a priority. And you made that decision to improve the fine margins. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. 
Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh, sorry, James. That now that is where the point of criticism comes. It's was it a priority? Did it need to be done? What I find strange is people kind of calling for Ramsdale to play, and then their their reasoning is there's there's hardly anything in it between Ramsdale and Raya. So why isn't Ramsdale playing? We've well, just answered it because you yourself <laughs> don't even believe there's much in it. So there you go. Arteta thinks Raya's better, and you're not even convincing me that you think Ramsdale is. There's your answer. But the point that Lee brings up is the is the key one. 30 million, because we know it's going to be made an obligation. So 30 million has gone on this goalkeeper. I think that's such a good transfer fee for a good goalkeeper. But when you've not picked up a kudus, when you've not picked up a proper number eight, when you've not picked up a backup striker, you know, I'm not saying you get those players for 30 million, but that 30 million helps, right? You've not even got a backup for Timber. Let's remember that, you know, and even now I sort of sweat over the fitness Mm -hmm. of Tommy Asu all the time that's where the big thing is like, really? Like, did this really need to be done over other positions? And and there's things like, people are saying that they don't see much of a difference. I think in terms of performance, I agree. Like in terms of, you know, you, when you do player ratings, I'm not seeing Ray do anything that makes us think, wow, he's been nines and tens. He's been amazing. Um, but he, he definitely seems to come into the centre-back position more than Ramsdale. I'm being deadly serious. I don't yeah, know if you noticed, but... Gabriel and Saliba split all the way and Raya comes all the way off his line and he's playing as a, a ball playing centre back, you know, so that we get more people in forward roles. Yeah. Ramsdale never did that for us. So is that instruction? Because Arteta trusts Raya to do it where he didn't trust Ramsdale. That ultimately leads to their first goal. The other thing he's doing is he seems to be claiming crosses far higher up in the penalty area. Again, we didn't see it against Lons because we were just crap at, well, we were defending a lot of crosses, whatever, but, in the Everton games, the Bournemouth games, I see him often on the penalty area claiming balls. Ramsdale wasn't as proactive, but I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. So I'm really scraping the bottom of the barrel here to, to try and see what they're doing differently. But it does seem that Arteta is using him slightly differently. Is it benefiting us? Not, not, not convinced. Just, just on your point about the kind of priorities of, of spend on, on players in the summer, James, I mean, if, to be fair to the club, I'm just kind of posing this point. In yeah. terms of getting value for money, they may argue that getting Raya, a, a rising top goalkeeper for 30 mil, is a better deal to do than 80, 90 mil for a Kudos. They, yeah, they might have seen... Sorry, go on. But, but, but Kudos went for 45. In the end. Okay, well, I'm just making the point. That I, striker, I, I, I get your we, point. We, we yeah. want the striker. Is there a striker on the market right now? You could have got for that, value. That, that's the have... thing, Jordan, and, and that's the thing I will stick up for Arteta about. Maybe the maybe the forward is not available like Raya was. Raya become available. Maybe the forward they want is available, but in January that forward is available, and it's got to be done. But, but I struggle with this because sorry, to, I'm so sorry, to, because no, yeah, yeah. because. The best deal for us is the deal that cl- takes us closer to winning the league. Whether it's a two hundred million pound deal, I get what you. you I, I get. I absolutely get what you're saying, and I know that what I'm saying isn't the way football clubs will look at it. But you know, I just don't believe that Pedro Neto isn't a good signing for us. I don't believe Mohamed Kudus wouldn't have given us depth in three positions that we needed. I don't believe that any of Zabozlai, McAllister, Tanali, whoever 
weren't good additions. I I just don't. God, sorry, it sounds like I'm moaning but, about the Raya deal. I'm actually happy we signed David Raya. I'm not on one mistake saying we've got that wrong. I'm just, I'm, I put myself in the mindset of people who are saying, was it a priority? And I'm arguing for that case. I love David Raya. I'm really happy we have him. But that's where I do sympathize with that argument. Well, I think, I, I do think though that the club spent a lot of money in the window. And I just feel like we we're all kind of saying that the Raya signing was a little bit was a bit weird considering we all feel we needed another striker, some more some more firepower. I just feel we've all said for the last six months year that we trust the clubs. Generally, we trust the clubs' judgment on transfers and deals. Right, they've got significantly more right than wrong. They've earned so it. They, yeah. Right, so they didn't go for Kudas. If they didn't go for, I don't know, Neto, the, yeah. Neto whatever it may be. Do we not have to kind of just trust that that was for a reason? And that is what I'm doing. And so am I, Jordan. But, um, and let's move it on now to the other elephant in the room, the Kai Havertz one. You know what I mean? This this is now getting beyond uh, a joke now. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm seeing ruthlessness in other areas. I didn't think, uh, by the way, been slaughtered a little bit for it. I thought Havertz done all right in the first half, fine, fine margins. If he takes his chance, uh, which the volley, we go 2-0 two new, two new up. I thought he broke up a lot of play. And he also was the one that drove forward to give uh, Trossard the um, uh, chance. But we, when we're 2-1 down and we need we need players, I, I, he went missing, guys. He, he wasn't there. Uh, you're paying £65 million for him. And where's the ruthlessness with this? And this is my this is my big beef at the moment. I do think that it's going to cause problems with the squad and everything like that. You know what I mean? It's just, I just, you know, you're actually even saying like, oh yeah, it's good for him to um, to have a penalty. Like even Arteta said, it's good. What? Why is it good? Because he's, you know, like you're actually admitting that he's not that he's been not very good. But you're still playing in Mikel week in, week out. And you're meeting all oh, that was great to did see. You hear, did you hear Dan Potts? Cool stuff. Did huh? you hear Dan Potts on the watch along? No, I haven't I haven't got, got around that. 85 minutes he went. Well, that penalty's done have a load of good. Well, it? there you go. Uh, like, you know, I, I spoke to Dan <laughs> today. He, like he was unplayable today. He was, he was sublime. We, we, we're off the radar. I didn't think he was as bad as what Dan made it out today to be. But I don't know how you guys feel about it, but for 65 million when there's four or five other players you could have got, he has got to come to the part, particularly in the Champions League, because that's one of the reasons we bought him because of his Champions League experience. Uh, uh, You know, in in the end, they've had to take him off because he just, he melted. And I'm so disappointed by that. Do we we think that Partey will be fit for Sunday? I think you've got to take the gamble, Jordan. Because I'm just wondering if if Partey is fit, I want. I think if he if Arteta picks Havertz or what he does with Havertz, I think will be ve- telling. Biggest game of the season so far. I know we'll get to City a bit later on, but if he if he picks Havertz in this game on the weekend, we lose. We lose. We lose. And that's not because I don't rate Havertz and I've defended him more than anybody else. But I just feel that if he sticks with if he play with ten men, which it feels like at times we're doing with Havertz on the pitch, we we lose. But if he brings Partey back in, even as Lee says, at 80% fit, that for me will tell me that he's thinking, okay, you're not, I can't trust you right yet or just yet. 
in the big games. You know what? That's a problem in itself for me because, listen, there's a few things we're going to talk about. We talked about the Ray and Ramsdale one. We're talking about the Kai Havertz one now. And we're going to, you know, move on to the Saka stuff soon anyway. I think it all falls under, you know, Mikel Arteta decision-making. And I think that's the core topic right now. I think with Kai Havertz, if you don't start him against City, it further emphasizes my and a lot of fans point about why did you buy him in the summer because after a title challenge against City you do not buy a player that's not ready you buy players that are ready Uh, we've got a lot of players that are young they need time they need experience we've we've got enough of that this summer was about buying ready made players that are ready to come in and do a job now so Jordan as much as I agree I don't want him to start on Sunday if he doesn't I don't know what's worse, not starting him because you've realised so early on that you've made a mistake or starting him at the expense of the team's morale, chemistry, fluidity and all of that. Because I think it, it comes down to that now. I don't. Nah, think, I think it's a lose-lose situation. The only win is if Havertz actually starts doing something on the ball. Well, Arteta's got to, he's got to chalk it down as, all right, I thought you'd, you know, become what I needed you to be a bit quicker. I thought you'd adapt a bit quicker. It's not happening. Take you at the firing line. Go with the best 11 to beat Man City and hope that as the season progresses, Kai Havertz eventually gets to whatever Arteta believes he's going to be. My my worry is that he looks so far from anything we need him to be. Uh, the, honestly, the closest thing he looks to a genuine, really useful option for this squad is as a target man. I never thought I'd say that because I never thought he, yes, he had the height, but I never really thought he had the strength and the, the presence to do it. But he seems to win a lot of headers. And he's actually got a decent kind of first touch from the ball in the air. Kind of that's like as much as I'm sort of seeing of him in an Arsenal shirt. Yesterday, I was watching um, some highlights of that first half. He's so far from the action. Like he's mm. so high up the pitch. Like Rice and Zinchenko are looking to combine, and Xhaka are getting to those pockets really well. I can't believe I just said that line. Granite Xhaka last season was getting to those pockets for Arsenal really, really well. Never thought I'd say that about him as a player. He did, and I thought Havertz would actually be quite suited to doing that. So is he not doing it because Arteta's instruction is? Do you know the closest we got to giving the ball was actually when he was making runs beyond. That mm-hmm. was the closest when we had to to us actually feeding him in a way where he might look dangerous and have something in our attacking third. Um, so I, I, I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. And I, I know you, you guys all disagree with me when I said it. I mean, you, that's fair enough. But I saw it again yesterday. He's hiding. He's picking up positions where no, he I, can't I get disagree. the ball. I don't disagree. He, uh, when I said that after the PSV game, I thought you lot all disagreed this before I was being harsh. He's hiding. In not, not in all games. But in this game and the PSV game, he's picking up positions. He's never going to get the ball in. And he knows he can't get the ball. He's hiding. Is it fair to say, he's hiding. Is it fair to say in possession he's hiding, but out of possession he's weirdly... Yes, he, that's he, fair. That's fair. That's he, fair. You know what, James? You make a great point there. He, he, I, I think when you're out of position, it's easier to... I know this sounds silly, but you can you win a few tackles, break up a few bits of play. It, it, it's It's... Oh, I've done that very, very well. But then it's when you've got to be brave, when you've got to have the ball in dif- difficult situations. He doesn't do it. And and but, I agree. I felt yesterday his defensive play was was pretty good. I felt there was on but, a couple of occasions he broke things up and all that. But then, you know, there was two or three occasions, get the ball dry. He'd done it well for, for the Trossard thing, but there was on a cu- three or four occasions he had the chance to to drive at their defence and he turned away and just played an easy ball back to Shinchenko or a ball 
on the left hand side. Always easy. Lee, the funny thing is that uh, the funny thing is, and we keep comparing him to uh, to Xhaka because he's taken his his, his position in the team. The irony is, is that if he was doing the opposite as fans, we'd forgive him. So if he was scoring goals, but defensively he was a liability, we'd we'd be a bit more sympathetic. And that's yeah, what that we... was. What that's that was Xhaka. Xhaka was that for for many years defensively, it was always him that was our position. Always him that gave penalties away. Always him that costed us goals. But he, he was good for a goal. He was good for an assist. Havertz is the opposite. Defensively, he's actually doing a decent job. Off yeah. the ball, he's doing a decent job. But on the ball, he's offering nothing. It's slows easy. the play down in all Turkish, don't you think? I think it's... 100%. 100%. It slows it down. But the off the ball stuff doesn't, you know, it doesn't... Roy Keane said it once upon a time. That's your job. Your job is to work hard. And yeah, that's the bare minimum. So yeah. I don't care if you win two aerial duels in the game and make three tackles. Yeah, I don't give a mm. shit. You was bought to be an attacker. Yeah, Mikel yeah. Arteta pretty much emphasised you're bought into midfield to aid the attack. We bought Declan Rice because Declan Rice is by far the better destroyer out of him. Partey, Xhaka, Jorginho, etc. We bought a better destroyer to protect two attack-minded eights. That's what we've done this summer. And in the end, we're giving Havertz praise because on the ball, we're seeing nothing. And at least off the ball, he wins two headers a game or three headers. It's, it, 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 it's not good enough. And, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. I can't believe Mikel Arteta signed Kai Havertz. I can't believe it. I hope you lot are right. And my patience is gone, but the season's still going. There's no transfer window. So as much as my patience is gone and a lot of fans out there might be thinking the same thing, we've got to hope that it works because the next transfer window is January. The transfer window after that opens in June. We haven't got a chance to, to think past Kai Havertz now. There's no selling Kai Havertz in January and there's no upgrading on Kai Havertz in January. The club won't do that. So we've got to hope for the best. You're right. But when James said, or was it James or Lee? You know, fans debate about his best position. Let's be honest here. From what we've seen in the first 10, 11 games, however many minutes he's played in them 10, 11 games, he's closer to looking like he's not a footballer than a striker or an eight or a 10 or a midfielder. He, he looks closer to not being a footballer. I, I will say in his defence, he wasn't the worst yesterday. He wasn't, he wasn't the worst yesterday. But I, I'm looking at it now, like there's only one position for him to play on Sunday. He, wasn't, he wasn't the worst yesterday, bench. but he's... No, apart from the bench. <laughs> apart from the bench. <laughs> I, I think you either play him up top. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Or, or, or you, you know... I, I, I'm at the stage now where Mikel plays 60 minutes party and then Jorginho swaps it over like, you know what I mean? So you can get Rice doing what he wants in midfield and then um, maybe playing him up in, in, in place of Eddie. But if I'm if you're going to give me a choice to play Eddie or him up front, I'm probably going to go Eddie at the moment. I think that's our secret weapon, Declan Rice. I know he's playing brilliantly as a six and... He's, you know, been breaking up play, destroying. He's looked a lot better on the ball than I think any of us thought he was. Um, I just, the closest thing we have to replicating what we did last season is letting Rice be the boxer box. Yeah. You know, he will play in a similar way to Xhaka. He'll get deep and support Partey. He can break through the lines. Look at the goals he scored for West Ham last season and tell me that that wasn't 
what Granite Xhaka did for us, crashing the back post, you know, getting shots from that kind of left half pocket as well, overlapping and underlapping, driving with the ball. He, he actually would do that better than Xhaka. Xhaka yeah, was yeah. energy levels like machine carrier. Yeah. He'd get up and down so well. He'd imagine being able to press with Erdegaard, who does it brilliantly, Jesus, who does it brilliantly, Rice, who's just an ultimate ball winner. And then if you beat that, who's waiting for you? Thomas Partey there as well. Like that is the level of defensive. Like the core I want in the middle, Jesus Erdegaard, Partey Rice, Saliba Gabriel. That is solid. That is what you call a spine. And I think Rice can start for all this whole we didn't sign the eight we needed and you know it was negligent in the summer and all that. We we've actually got a potential solution there. I also think and I know that we're on to like our fourth solution for where our fluidity gone first. It's Zinchenko not being there, then it's Jesus not leading the line, then it's Kai Havertz in the eight. My fourth is also, let's not underestimate what Thomas Partey gave us on the ball. His kind of guile and ability to turn out of places that you thought, oh, that was a clever turn. Oh, he's lost a man there and he's beat that press and he's played that into a nice pocket. Even though Rise has shown an element of that, Partey was just elite at it. And and why not have them both? So get them in midfield. Get them in midfield together. I'm pleased. Um, um, it's, it's, yeah, for me, you're right, but I have doubts whether Partey is in. Obviously, he can't be in the long term plans of Arteta considering age and contract length and so on. But honestly, I think Rice is the upgrade on Partey or the, 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 you know, midfielder to come in because Partey will eventually leave the club this summer. And when you see the season starting with Partey at right back, listen, Gabriel might have wanted a move. Gabriel might have said something that pissed Arteta off, hence being dropped. But that doesn't stop Tomiyasu stepping into a position. We still had him available. So slightly, I, I, slightly I, concerning that Arteta, you know, saw how well we did last season, sold Xhaka, replaced Ramsdale, started the season without Gabriel, but okay, he's won his place back in the team. Signed Timber. So you wonder if he were fit, who he was coming in to, to take a place off. I think my point is why was he why is he so quick to change so much? I do get hints of more more arrogance from Arteta this year than I ever ever have in the last three years. Things like forty three formations, things like oh, I wanted to sub keepers off, you know, a couple of times in the last couple of years. I feel like he's really feeling himself at the moment, or he was. Things and like he- I signed I signed Ramsdale when no one else believed in him. That was a quote. Yeah, all right, but you've come on. That doesn't change the now, does it? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, f- f- what 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 did I say? Over coaching, over tinkering, overthinking. That's that's what I think it is, and and he's learned of a man in Pep Guardiola that is the master of that. He's the master of that. But they also have star quality in their side. Now, this ain't me saying Saka's not a star, or Jesus is not a star, or Declan Rice is not a star. But when shit ain't going your way, I don't feel like our stars have the freedom to express themselves. There's no impulsiveness anymore. I mentioned it to James. In the first half, there were two opportunities at 1-0 to break out. And it, one pass between the lines and a simple pass at that would have meant a three-on-three on attack. Instead yeah. of doing that, Jesus was one time, and I think, I forgot who the second one was. Instead of doing that, we reset. We went all the way back to Rea or all the way back to Saliba or Gabriel. But that is by, by design, like James said on the last show. That is by design. So Arteta really needs to come come out of this, you know, ego moment 
and understand that what he's done so far this season in terms of the changes he's made, none of them have justified. And that includes Declan Rice. As much as I'm saying Declan Rice has been our best player this season, the fact that Havertz has been such a letdown means our midfield doesn't look nowhere near as good as it did last season. So the reality is even Declan Rice's good games so far are going under the radar because overall we're not we're not fluid. At I all. don't know I don't normally listen to you guys as fan cams, but I listen to your fan cam Turkish and I, I agree with all of it. It was it was it was spot on. Um I thought the point's been about our, you know how how we're playing, something's not quite right. Um I I, I thought you nailed it, and I, I don't think we're we're playing to our best. And you know, that's not the end of the world where it's the next round of the League Cup. You know, it's not a disaster in the Champions League, and we're in the, we're in the top four, top five, currently in the in the league. So it's it, you know, if we're not playing well, we're playing okay. We're just not playing as good as we were last year. I think that's also a big problem. We're comparing our start this year to last year. Last year was a freak. <laughs> what we did last year, we have to just, it, but that's not going to happen. But we can be better, and I think we need to be better because yeah, big big things are on the horizon. But also, I I think Mikel has to take a lot of blame for decision making as well. One hundred percent. The, the decision making yesterday was baffling. I, 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 I'm, and, and I'll tell you why. You know, you're going into the game against Manchester City. Just forget about that game inside. You already know you're without Martinelli. There's obviously that you know you're out without Martinelli. So what's the next? What what do you you, you do not want to be going into that game without Saka as well? Okay, yeah. right. You don't want to be doing that, like you know. So that that to to, to play Saka yesterday, mind blowing in my opinion. Right. When then people turn around and go, well, you know, it didn't really matter this game. We can get, well, if it doesn't really matter, then why have you risked that? Then the other side of it is, after that, I think the next decision has got to go down as even worse than that, is why leave Ben White out of this game? Ben White rested. I'm not having that. Dropped, maybe. I don't know. Why? I don't know. What happens then is, you you you've got you drop Ben White who's going to be have two weeks rest in the next week ago like all of those that all the next three alongside him have all got uh, international coming up where they're not going to get a break he is so why rest him and then what you're doing as soon as Saka breaks down the whole of the right side breaks down because you've not got Ben White you've not got Saka that then causes implications on uh, Udegaard, where he's, he has them doing that sort of thing there. The whole right side was taken out yesterday, and I'm I'm baffled by it. I'm absolutely baffled by that decision um, and the decisions that he's making at the moment. And I do think uh, there's a little bit of a problem now of, of how to rotate players and when to rotate them and all that. I think it's an art, I'm going to say, you know, um, and I think Pep gets that pretty much spot on most most weeks. I don't think Arteta's got it and, and gets out how he's doing it at this moment in time. I don't think that he actually thinks to the next game or whatever like, you know what I mean? I just don't understand why you would rotate, rotate Ben White, who, who's got a break coming up, and not and not do the same with, with, with someone like Saka. I yeah, think yeah. it's incredible, like, you know, absolutely incredible. And then, you know, you're looking at it today was was... I'm now thinking maybe Eddie was rested because he's thinking of him on Sunday. Um, of course, he is. I, I'm just getting baffled by decisions. Eddie's leading the line. On the yeah, line. I think there he is. I think there he is. You might as well add the Vieira coming on for Saka substitution as one of the strange decisions because then after the game he's talking about maybe a lack of pace or width. But we have Reese Nelson, so what, what was the decision about? 
30 minutes in, Saka gets injured, a player you shouldn't have started. I agree with you completely on the, on, on that, Lee. I don't, I don't agree with Robbie. I think there's games where you, you know, you can rest and you can protect some players. And Lon's away, even if Saka didn't hobble off against Bournemouth, I would have said, this is an opportunity to, you know, give, give, give a Reese Nelson a run out. But then you bring on Vieira and then the lack of width and pace essentially nullifies any sort of attacking intent we have. The worst thing about Turkish is you could see after five minutes he wasn't fit. And I don't know if you've seen this. Another thing which I, I, I'm not happy about, I don't know if you see it when the two... He come out halfway through the warm-up, Saka. The warm-up no, was, warm was already going and he comes out. So they're already doing the warm-up and he joins in in the warm-up. That's not right. Yeah. I actually thought, I actually said, what's he doing? Well, you know, he ain't even joined in in the warm-up like, you know what I mean? He come out about five minutes after the warm-up was going. You know what I mean? Like, And all the players were out there, by the way, five minutes before that, kicking around, doing little things and all that, before they go and do that separate warm-up. They do a, a separate warm-up where the starting level and go and do their bit, and then the sub staying there. He come running out they was they, and, and joined in, and he wasn't even ready for it. I thought it was a shocking decision yesterday. Like, I really do. You can see he wasn't fit. And, you know... I, I get it to a certain degree. I'm pretty sure Jordan's going to come in. If he's 100% fit, you play him. I get that. But there was no way he was 100% but fit. But Lee, you're not a physio. You've <laughs> not studied... What the hell do you have to study? Football yeah. Just physiotherapy. Physiotherapy. That's, that's a good one, yeah. That's probably the one you should study. Um, <laughs> Maths. That, that, that'll go a long way. <laughs> Whatever it is you have to study, I haven't studied it. I'm, I'm not sure a degree in Italian and business is going to help me understand what's going on with uh, Bukayo Saka. But so I, I can't have an opinion on it. Sorry, people. Well, I can, and I, 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 I understand why the fan base are pissed off. But I, I don't want to talk for you two, uh, Turkish and Lee. But the, the, the tone I was getting from the fan base as to why they were saying we shouldn't play but Bukayo Saka on, uh, in, in France was because the City game is the important one. That's the big one we needed for that game. Who the hell do we think we are to be resting players for the Champions League? We're talking like we're some big boy, big boy in Europe. We, we, we've not... We, did 20 years in the Champions League and did sod all. We've been missing from the big party for nearly seven years now. We are, we've worked hard to get back into the Champions League. I want to qualify for this group as soon as possible. Saka, okay, if it comes out that he was not he was he was not fit, I, I take it back. But I'm gonna give Arteta the benefit of the doubt that he was fit enough to start that game. And I'm very comfortable with that because Saka's part of our best team. We couldn't even beat Saka with them. I know we came off after half an hour, but this idea, Lee said at one of his first points. <laughs> go on, Lee, go on. You're saying play your best team, yeah? That's what you're saying, yeah? Saka plays in your best team, yeah. yeah? Yeah. So why is he resting Ben White then? I don't know why he's playing Ben. I don't know why he's resting Ben White, but I'm saying... But you Saka can't play is... that, Lee. Like, why are you playing your best? That's what uh, I well, might let, well, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you why. So, Bukai Saka is unequivocally, unequivocally in Arsenal's best eleven. The gap between Bukai Saka and the next substitute is huge. Ah. The gap between Ben White and, bomb and then just down the pint. <laughs> yeah. The gap between uh, Ben White and the other right backs is not huge. So Ben White not starting for me is not a good decision. And then, but, but it's not terminal. Pay. I know he did. It's not terminal. Bukai Saka not starting could be terminal, and it turned out to be terminal anyway. The point I'm making is that we had to win that game. 
Lons, as you said, Lee, they're not a joke. I don't know why we as Arsenal fans for you all predicted Arsenal wins. Like Lons is some idiot team. Why, what? No, I would have draw. I went. I went draw because <laughs> because yeah. because I, yeah. I don't I don't think that. If we, <laughs> but if we if we can't, you know. But you know what, Jordan? I, I, know, I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. Ah. If we can't expect to be beaten, Lons, what are we doing out here? Yeah. Oh, exactly that. Because it, right. if if the team fifteenth in the French league, you can't. And I'm not saying I look at them as a joke because I think mm. that's a bit harsh. But if you can't look at the team fifteenth in Liga and say. We can rest Saka for that one and pick up three points. Turkish, Turkish, Turkish. As as Lee said earlier on, I, I would probably say ninety percent of the teams in the Champions League are of a certain caliber, certain level. There's a couple teams that you like. How the hell are they there? Do you know what I mean? They might be the the winners of the Russian league or something. Would you respect? Lons are not PSG, but they're, they're, they're not a joke. They're no, not. A jo- see, I, I know. I know. I know. Newcastle right now, either. Well, there's, there is that. There is that, to be fair. But the point and, I'm and making Newcastle is that... have been out of the competition. Even that thing you said, Jordan, about us being out of it when we was in it for 20, none of that is relevant today. Today, you create your own history. Forget what happened I, I, I hear that, but the, but, but, the, but the point I'm making is that there was an arrogance from the Arsenal fan base going into this game, like, because it's not a glamour team, we should be rocking up there and getting three points. And my rationale was that if Saka was fit, You've got to play him because we can't. When we're not anybody to say that we're Real Madrid or we're we're Liverpool, we can rock up to London. We should get three points. We have not been in this competition for a long time, so he every game is a difficult minutes. game for us, he especially away. Minutes. He lasted twenty minutes, and you could see from the get go. I don't care about physios with A levels and whatever. I see the eye, right? And he was That's not. What it takes. He was not fit. You could yeah. see that, like, you know what I mean? And do you know what? Sometimes you can have your A-levels and your O-levels and your degrees and whatever. Our test is the best test. And you could tell that he wasn't right. It's a poxy decision from whoever. But, like, listen, when it comes to, when it comes to uh, the medical staff... They're about as good as a, as as a as a camera with its lens on. You know what I mean? As far as I'm concerned, they're not they're not that bloody good. You know what I mean? Like because I've seen players playing that shouldn't have been playing. You know what I mean? Like injuries left, right, and centre, and all that. Like Saka was not fit for that game. Was it? What was he doing? Why was he not on? The, why didn't he do the warm up straight away? What? Why was he delayed on the warm ups? Because he'd been strapped up or 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 having whatever. I'm sorry, you know what I mean? It's it, poxy decision. Poxy. Can we chat about City? On your yeah. point, George, just sorry, just very quickly, just very quickly. On 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 that point about not underestimating Lons and we should have rocked up. My call for rotation has nothing to do with Lons, because if you guys remember, I actually called for a little bit of rotation ahead of Bournemouth yeah. as well. Mm. My call for rotation is because I do not believe that you can expect full 10 out of 10 performance from your best players throughout a whole 38 league campaign and then all the other competitions if you play them time and time and time again and the key thing isn't just you know consecutive starts Javi who comes on full time made a great point that Pep Guardiola takes players off quite early if the game is wrapped up and if they're in a position where you can give them a rest Mm -hmm. now I, I, we, we heard so many people in, in the comment section on full time saying, yeah, but look how many starts Haaland's had. Look how many starts Rodri's had. Look at all this. I looked at the numbers today for tactical insight. Not one uh, not one player in the Premier League for Man City last season 
Bar Edison, the goalkeeper, hit over 3,000 minutes of football. Bakara Saka got to 3,200. Now, that's maybe three extra games on top of that. But the point I'm making is, especially when you look at the wingers, far more shared. You know, De Bruyne around 1,500. Yeah. Grealish around 1,300, 1,400. That's the key point. And even if they were to get somewhere near that, you're looking at players that are experienced, that have been there, that have done it. Bakaya Saka was new to a title race last season. He was new to a Champions League run-in the year before. This is all new and fresh for him. And... It's not just physically overwhelming and demanding. It's mentally overwhelming and demanding. And who, how many players are we turning to to get us out of trouble when things aren't going right for Arsenal, when the pressure of the Emirates Stadium and the fans gone? Bakaya Saka is one of the players we're looking to. So I feel sorry for him. 100%. And also, James, which is another point, like Martinelli is just as much key uh-huh. as Saka. I, I really do like you know. Now he's been out of the team, how much have we missed him? But he was always being taken off 10, 15 minutes from the end. Always being the one to be taken off. Never mm-hmm. sacked. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're both as important as each other. And now, going into to City, we haven't got one of them. You're right. So that whole argument, them. so that whole argument, where your best players play the last share of minutes anyway, well, he's not treating Martinelli but, the same but, way as Saka. But, but, but we can't have it both ways. I'm sure I've heard Arsenal fans complaining about Martinelli constantly being coming, uh, being taken off. The Arsenal fan base are always saying, because it's "Why is he always shared. coming off?" Because it's not because it's not balanced. It's oh, Martinelli off again when he was playing better than Saka or whatever. Or or once again we're cruising. Right. It's Martinelli who's taken off to get the rest when he's you know firing and everything's good. And Saka once again has to go all the way to ninety minutes. It's just like. The, the, Let's reduce it to these simple facts. He came off two Premier League games in a row injured. And then he started this game. And he's come off injured again. So everyone who had doubts going into this game about whether Saka should play were proven right. End of. Discussion done. That's it. And, 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 if, and if you're of the... Because you make a great point before we move on to Man City. If you're of the belief that you play your best team in the main competitions, like Jordan just said, then we look back to Bournemouth, 53rd minute, Kai Havertz steps up, scores a penalty. Why didn't he take him off? So even I agree if you with that. do, yeah, I so, agree so, with that. so either or, Arteta is, he, 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 his decision making has been crazy recently because he could have taken him off, he didn't, Ooh. he gets injured and then he starts him. So we, we can go all day about this because we've lost a game in the Champions League against a team that really we should be beating. And not a joke of a team, but we should be beating. And we move on to a team that we haven't beaten for a hell of a long time. And Turkish. And 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 I want to stress that it's really the Saka stuff. It's the not understanding the Havertz stuff. That's the frustration. The fact we lost the game to Lons, I'm really quite chill about it. I genuinely mm-hmm. am. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should have done better. Life, it happens. Bad results happen. Players have off days. We didn't look great. Lons were very good. Credit to them. Really, it's not the end of the world. And I want people to understand that before they think, oh, one defeat and you're all ranting. We've been talking about habits before. We've been talking about Saka's um, fitness before. This is, this, is, this is overspill from previous frustrations that are only being proven more right now. And I hope we end up wrong. If Saka plays on the weekend on Sunday and he's brilliant, fantastic. If Havertz ends up being the guy, fantastic. The Lons defeat, I really... Uh, what are you going He's gone. Also, which is... I understand where the frustration before people just label you with this. You lost, so you're all moaning. You're back, you're back. The the other thing is, you know what I mean? Ben White uh, 
got rested for yesterday's game, right? You know what I mean? You play your best team and all. He wasn't rested in the Caribou Cup. He played in that game. And then you yeah. rest him for the for the Champions League game, which everybody says is the well, play your best team in it, like you know what I mean. And there he is running out at Brentford, and he's not playing this game. I just think there was decisions there yesterday that I, I'm I'm scratching my head, and I, you know I, I have to agree with James. I, you know what we we can get we can get through this group. The defeat it didn't hurt me like you know. I'm actually going to be really honest about it. I I was hurting more of a draw against Spurs than that yesterday. I'll be really yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Be really honest. So I, the I, end of the world. But you've got to flag up what's going on with Arteta at the moment. Like it's not, it's not looking good. It is not look, looking good at look, the moment. Can, we need to talk about City because we're an hour in, and I think there's quite a lot of things to say about this game because it's a massive game. First of all, if Saka's seventy-five percent fit, do you guys start him? Yes, because you got um, England after this. He's got two weeks off. I'd say yes, but the reality is I don't see us picking up a win whether Saka starts or not. Which makes the whole thing for me, the whole need to rest him in the Lons game for the Man City game, more relevant. No, City because, can smoke us. Because, because if, you had a, if you had a fit Saka going into it, someone that has had a week's rest and then Martinelli maybe comes back into the fray at some point. You've got point, a better chance. You've got a much better chance, yeah. but right now it looks like no Martinelli. It looks like no party, if I'm honest with you. Saka's not playing, by the way. He's got a hamstring injury. You know what I mean? Like, I've done that before, trying to back you on and, and tweaked me hamstring. Like, you ain't coming back in, in, a, in a week. But, you know what I mean? But, it's Lee, not, but, but Lee, you know what? I don't that. think you'll play either. But for I me, I don't see this as the whole the whole disaster that everyone else... Saka's our best player. I get it. You've got a better chance of beating City in a game you really kind of have to win with him than without him. I get it. But we've all been praising... the. All I heard about a month ago, the bench looks great. Look at the squad depth we've got now. We've got Trossard. We've got Smith-Rowe back. We've got two great goalkeepers. We've got this and that. So I'm looking and thinking, okay, if we've got this great squad... But I'm just saying, we can't one minute be praising the. Yeah, but we haven't squad. got your best two players, Jordan. Our best two players in attacking areas. Get on with it, Lee. All right. No, Get no, 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 no. You, you, this is my argument about Jordan. You've got, you're going into this game now, which is massive, right? Yeah, without Martinelli and without Saka, right? And possibly now without Jesus playing in his better position, like you know what I mean. The front three would be them three, and that if that was my front three, fully fit, right? we would have a great chance of winning that game, right? Now, I I looked at you on that. At least have two of them out there, Jordan. At least have two of them out there. I get that. I get that. he didn't do that. Now we're going in there with a front three, I'm telling you of it now, of Trossard, Jesus probably playing wide right, Eddie or Havertz up front. That is nowhere near at the level that we would have had two weeks ago. Man Man City City could argue their three best players... They could argue their three best players are also missing and they're yeah, away from home. We've had that for three or four times and we've now gone into this game where we could have possibly been without one of our better players in Martinelli. But now we've got... We, we, I, you know, I mean, our two best wide players, our two attacking options... I get it. I get it. I get it. The, 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 I'm saying you could argue Stones, De Bruyne and oh, Rodri. Stones. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all out. A bold prediction. Say that again. Saka, Partey... Martinelli all start on Sunday. That's my bold prediction. I wouldn't play Saka. Oh, so oh, so on that question, right? Going against everything I've just ranted about, City are the anomaly. I yeah. think he is worth playing in this game. 
100%. And 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 you do what you got to do to get him out on that pitch, even for sixty-five minutes, um, because because he he caused the Kanji a load of problems at Wembley, and I want to see that again. The reason mm. Arteta's got this thing sometimes. I, I don't know how many times he's done it. Maybe not even that often, but I just have a feeling that the Lons result will have hurt. I think he'll know that this Man City game with Rodri and De Bruyne missing is a massive opportunity, and I think he'll look at Martinelli and go. Do you, are you are you fit to play? Martinez going to say yes. Of course he is. He's going, yeah, I'm ready. Right, you're in. Saka, let me, whatever you need. Can you give me an hour? Of course, boss. Saka, part of the reason I think he's playing is because Saka keeps saying he's fine to play. He's in there. Thomas Partey will look at him and go, my friend, I need you with Rice. And Partey will go, yeah, let's do it. Like, I, I'm convinced he's going to just say, there's an international break coming. Can you guys give me this? And I think they will. I think they'll all go out. And I actually think we're going to beat City. I think it's a huge game for us because I think, you know, the smart money is on us losing at the Etihad, right? So you've got to beat them at home. If you're going to win the title this season, you've got to get three points at home. I don't even think a draw is a good result. I don't think a draw is a good result. It's not a bad one, but it's not. It's not a bad result, but I don't think it's a good result. So you're going into this game where I'm looking, sack and all that, fair enough. Do you know what I'm looking to in this game? Mikel Arteta. His record against against Manchester City is shocking. It's really bad. And you spent a lot of money in the summer. You've got your biggest game of the season so far. You can go above City. They're without three of their best players. This is the time where I'm looking for Mikel Arteta to do something different. Do something different. Because what you've done before against Manchester City, it hasn't worked. It just hasn't worked. So he's the person I'm focusing on. I agree with Lee. I thought he was the, I thought he'd got a lot of things wrong. In the last two games, even despite beating Bournemouth, there were things in that game I thought he got wrong. But cool. But this is the game where I'm saying, Mikel Arteta, you're now, what, four years, three years into your Arsenal tenure. We've seen a nice trajectory of progress over that time. This is the time at home where they're missing some of their key players. You have to show me you can do this. I don't want to hear an excuse about Saka's not fit. I don't want to hear that. I need you to step up. I need him to step up. I need the Emirates to be rocking. I need it to be absolutely bouncing. We have to win this game. I don't think we really understand how big a game this is. We have to win this game because City won't lose many games a season, you know. They won't lose yeah. many games. Yeah. So if we can't that. beat them at home, forget about it. We're fine for second. My worry, is that, my worry is that leading up to this game and when we talk about by design, we are a more controlling side. Are we really going to go go and face City and try and control them with this young side? That's, that could be the worst thing we do do. So this this ego I'm seeing and this this arrogance it needs to be it needs to be slowed down a little because the reality is even a great Liverpool team had to make tweaks to the way they played against Manchester City and when you look at the Liverpool team that that managed to win games against City and compete with City or even Tottenham over the years they've both executed counter attacks to to a T and. Big up James because Tactical Insights come out and he mentions counter-attacks. So I won't go too much into it. I want everyone to go over and watch Tactical Insight because, you know, it was definitely a, an interesting one this week um, following the, the poor performance against yeah, London. But we have no fluidity. We're lacking chance creation all at, the ex- all at the expense of trying to control games more and more defensive security when the reality is we're conceding... a l- Okay, it's not an abundance of goals, but we've conceded a fair few goals this season. I don't see our defence looking stronger than it did last season. Our attack definitely doesn't look as strong as it did last season. 
and our midfield, the same can be said about there. Even in goal right now, we're going to debate. Whether we, we've just debated for the last two, three, four shows whether it should be Raya, it should be Ramsdale. So right now, all over the pitch, there isn't one area that's performing. There's one player, and that's Rice. But there's not one area of the pitch where we are performing well enough for me to think, whether it's at the Etihad, at the Emirates or Wembley Stadium, we can beat Manchester City over 90 minutes. Sergis, so, I, I feel we've got a blessing in disguise on this game. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I do think uh, Rodri being out of this game is massive. a massive, massive boost for us. If he plays in this game, um, if he was playing on, on Sunday, I, I'm, I'm saying City. He, he is that key to him. They are vulnerable when he's not in the team. They were vulnerable at Man uh, sorry, at Wolves the other day, like, because I don't, I think they lost the midfield. Um, and he, you know, I think they got caught on a, uh, in midfield on three or four occasions and got punished twice. If we can dominate that area, then, then but Wolves, Wolves think, are quick with their attacks. Yes, this is where I think Martinelli, I think James could have a point here that, he, that Martinelli comes in. If he, if he is fit, he's key to this because you've got that pace. And do you know what? If Saka's not playing, play Nelson on the other side. You know what I mean? Like, uh, pace down the flanks. They couldn't yeah. handle it. But we broke on that. Wolves broke on them from winning the ball in midfield. Rodri doesn't do that. He, he's a very, very good ball retainer and, 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 and sets things up for them. Like, you know, be very interesting who they go with. I don't know who they went with today. Did they go? Did Phillips play today or not? Like, they I mean, Rod, Rodri played because it's Champions League. Oh, of course yeah. he did. Yes, yes, yes. They yes. Uh, and how did they get on? How did they get on? They won. won. Mm. You know what I mean? So Rodri is an important player in that side. Um, so, uh, you know, this is the best chance you've got. Forget about De Bruyne. You've got De Bruyne out as well. But, you know, this is this is your time, Arsenal. And and and, and this is the one what I've still... That's why I'm fuming about the Saka thing. But, but you know, I, I think that this is... The, I think the key is that midfield area. I really do. I'm back I'm in Arsenal to win this game. I'm looking forward to predictions. Very, very looking forward to seeing what you yeah, Well, we know what George. Well, one question before we do. No, you don't actually. You don't leave. So just pipe <laughs> down over there, mate. All right. All right. Oh, hey. <laughs> one question before predictions. Yeah. And I, I want to ask and just get a short answer from each of you because we're already over time. How big is this game on Sunday? Go on, each go, John. I'll go quickly. I think it's huge. I think it, I think it's huge. I think we need to... We came close last year to winning the title, but never got close to City in the three games. I think to show that we are progressing, to show the investment in money has been worth it, to show bringing in Declan Rice has been worth it, David Ryan, I think we have to win this game. I think if we don't win this game, I just think we're just... We're just... We're fine for second. So I, I think it's a massive game. Mm-hmm. I'll say it now. I'm with Jordan. Lose this game, we won't win the league. Win this game... I'm not saying we're going to win it, but we've got a chance. But like, mm-hmm. if we lose it, we're not winning the league. You bowled it there a little bit. There. Uh, I think it's big, but I don't think it's season-defining. Okay. Premier League season-defining. <laughs> More... <laughs> what are you yeah. saying? What are you saying, Turkish? Mm. Shameless. What are you going for? Mm. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it is season-defining. Even Premier League season-defining. But I also predicted Manchester City to win the league anyway. So, it's it, like Jordan said, I feel like we're fighting for second. And I haven't seen anything in the first 10, 11 games to to say otherwise yet. The reason why I think it's season defining is because I just think psychologically the team needs to know that they can beat City. 
They just need to know if they can beat City, they can go into all the other games. Yeah, they can go into the Liverpool game, the the Chelsea. Well, we beat Chelsea anyway, but we can go to all the big games this season, knowing we've already beaten City. And I think think also it shows the rest of the league that I know Wolves beat them, but that could be a freak, a one-off. If we then go and beat them, I think it shows Tottenham, United, Chelsea that this team actually is impregnable. I think we need to beat them just for our own psychology. If we lose to them again, especially at home. What does that say about our progress? I think it's a massive game. I think it is even I think if we lose the game, I think I think we're done already. All right, let's bring up the prediction table and make the predictions. Obviously, we discussed deductions earlier, so this is how the league table is looking at the moment. Yeah, we're pulling away. We're pulling away, Turkish. We're pulling away. We're pulling away. Listen, Nothing. I've said it before, I've got no standards. I'm not in the title race. Turkish Jordan, I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> I'm here for one thing only, and that's a top three finish. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a big budget to work from over the summer. I'm not, you know, I, I couldn't get, I couldn't get the signings I needed. I'm just all about finishing above my bottom tier rival here. And I don't want people to think, oh, he was waiting for Lee to be late. He was so eager. Look, I had the original table how it should have been prior to lateness. Then I made a one point deduction for both James and Lee there, and then the ten minute. Counter hit, and uh, the time was How often deducted those points when they've been out, been out to you know what I mean? Is a joke, an absolute joke. And I'll tell you that now, what Jordan, you're coming back from Manchester on um, <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah, right. you can up, up yours the 12 o'clock. We're going back to the original 10 o'clock, all right? And you, and you we get on there at 12 o'clock. It's been agreed, it's been agreed. Oh, it, like, I mean, we'll we'll see you at ten. I'll be there at ten o'clock, right, and I'll be waiting. Like, you know I mean? at the end of the season, they'll be debating what was the biggest scandal: this one or Liverpool versus Tottenham last weekend. What was yeah. what was the bigger outrage? Lee losing two points. Or, All or, I need or, is Jordan or Diaz going to be disallowed. I need you know Jordan I mean? to lose. It's not that I've overslept. Or so. I've been out. You know what I mean? Uh, for for a function, I think it's really, absolute liberties. And like you know, we've agreed on a time and all that. And you know what? I'll put it in my. I put this right, Jordan, in my message today. You did it to me for. I'm going to get it up while we're here. You beat like, me really like... for. I don't think the just, rules. Um, I've just guys, realised, guys. Can we can we make it? I'm coming back from. Oh no, sorry, I'm back from Liverpool Sunday. Can we make it twelve o'clock? I'm happy to stay up late for you, Jordan. Was my exact words. <laughs> well, now I'm putting bollocks. B o l l o c. I just realised the feeling I've got. You know, this is what relegation candidates must feel like when they've lost one nil on the Saturday, but then the relegation rivals lost five nil, and their um, goal difference is worse. You know what I mean? Like you, you kind of look back at it on it's, it's a good weekend. That's how I feel. I've gained a point here. What did you say before the stream went live? Before Lee even got here, it's like. Us losing to Lons and then seeing United lost to Galatasaray and, and trying to look at the positive of it all. <laughs> We're coming away with something. <laughs> oh, well, when Cash rang me, I should have just said, our oh, bollocks, I'll take three points. <laughs> and I will do next time. I'm, 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 I'm fuming. Absolutely fuming that, that I've been, you know what I mean? Like, and telling them all as well that I will be at a birthday party, like, you know what I mean? Like, Neil. <laughs> you like... <laughs> He likes pulling on the heartstrings. When it was time to deduct me points, he's talking about Michelle in a bathroom. <laughs> now, now he's talking about a child's birthday. <laughs> I 
someone get a violin out right now. We'll start doing, doing something here. Um, but it, doesn't, it doesn't change the order of things. We still go from top to bottom. And for the audio listeners out there, I'm on eight points. Jordan's on eight points. Only one correct score separates us, so I'm top. James is on six points now, having had one point deduction. And Lee's on five points, having had a two so point crucially, deduction. one point ahead of Lee. <laughs> well, you heard it from James. Hit the like button, people. Thousand likes. We should be there now. Hour 15 minutes in. It was meant to be an hour pod, but with a lot to talk about, we thought we'd extend it a little bit. So show some love to the video. Make sure you leave your comments. We're going to move into the comments of the day from the last show. Right after this, prediction time. 2-1 Man City. You guys have been talking a lot about the wingers we've got causing them problems. I think you're forgetting how good their fullbacks are. Um Kanji, we talk about having activity. You approach. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kind of talking through it. I just I think we talk about having one of the best young defenders in Europe. I think Akanji might have something to say about that as well. I'm a massive Akanji fan. I'm going one nil City. One nil City. I don't trust Jesus in front of goal. I don't trust Sinchenko at left back. I think the midfield is not is not working properly. Didn't you act like you was going to predict the win for Arsenal or something? A couple I, I just no, no, no. I just said. You don't know what I'm going to say, Lee. And, you know. Just, just, just so you know, Akanji's 28. Just <laughs> 28. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's 28. He's 28. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I didn't know he was that old. You should have a. You yeah. should have a point deducted. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's got a big chip on his shoulder right he now. He does. I know Saliba is one of the best young defenders in Europe. Cannavaro would have something to say about that. <laughs> Maldini might want to, you know. I've done Thiago myself Silva, there. I've done myself 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 there. I think it's the Gavardio. Oh, yeah. Gavardio was like the, the, you know, but... I thought Kanji was young. Kanji. He's still brilliant. I think it's shit. Kanji's the next Kaka. <laughs> oh god let's end the stream end the stream <laughs> Jordan I love you so much I'm um, a mess you go, go on James I I'm I, I'm feeling good about this game because I'm delusional and fuck it why not I think we're going to win 3-1 I think mm-hmm. Partey Saka and Martinelli are all going to start I think this is I really hope and I really believe this can be a coming-of-age moment for Arsenal. 3-1. Lee? I was going to go 3-2. But I'm going to change my mind and go 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. <clears throat> Arsenal. So, the top so if two. we're 2-1 two, up, I'm desperately hoping for a third goal. And Lee's just hoping that everyone fluffs their lines and that we hold on. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Something like that. I t- T- so, so me and Jordan have both gone for Man City win. I've gone two one City. Jordan's gone one nil City. James has gone three one Arsenal, and Lee's gone two one Arsenal. So it could be. It'll be a draw now. It'll be a draw now. It could be all changed. Yeah. It could be same as come wow. the next show. Don't forget, people. Actually, like if 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 we do win two one, like there's going to be a fucking war. I'll tell you going on like that way because that would actually make me top. All right, with these points deducted. I am going to war with you three. What about my points though? I'd be clear if I didn't get deducted points. If you if you if if it's if we win two one, right, put mm. the that table up again, right? If we win two one, it gets me three points. Yeah, yep. put me on the eight. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
plus the two that I would have would put me on the ten. And the three that I would have had, I'd be on eleven. Yeah, but yours, yours should have been taken off. You should have had all your <laughs> taken off. You know what I mean? Realistically, like you know, what I mean, you don't even turn up the shows, and you've got to be... ah, low but blow. anyway, like you know, we 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 should say like you know, should, should we sure, do like, Go on, this story. I'm sure that uh, there'll be a few sympathetic uh, people in the chats. Oh, uh, you're looking for the sympathy. No, I ain't You know what I mean? I'll, I will win it, and I'll win it with despite you three slippery bastards. <laughs> Jordan, are you the only person not to have any points deducted ever? Yeah, because he's the one that fucking puts them at 8 a.m. every day. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's almost midnight. No, and then the other thing is, right, with Jordan, old slippery up there, he changes it all to to suit his agenda, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, let's make it 12 o'clock. And like Mary, we, we you know, that's why I don't want to be doing 12 o'clock. No, Jordan politely asked me. When have I ever said 12 o'clock? Absolutely fine. Oh, you mean midnight? You mean midnight? Okay, sorry. This one was supposed to be 11 o'clock today, and I thought, oh, that's fantastic. Then someone, probably him up there, because he's got to be up early for his Channel 4 news, right? Put it down. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm coming back from Liverpool. I don't get back till about we'll half We'll change 10, it from 11 till t- half past t- till 10 this time. What, to today's one? Yeah. That wasn't me. I don't think it got changed. It was 11 o'clock at one stage. I think it was, actually. I think it was. I actually don't know who's responsible for that. So, well, whoever's responsible for it, it was it was still agreed. Whoever whoever what? did suggest it. it so. Well, I, I didn't really actually agree. I casually said I, I should be back in time. You know what I mean? I, but but listen, it's done now. It's done now. Should should we have a bit of fun and just say like extra point for gets the first goal scorer? Turkish, can you do Wednesday ten pm? To, to put it to you, Jordan. So it was it was eleven p eleven pm, then it went to. Jordan, but can you do 10 p.m.? So that's fucking it's shameless that changed it like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, go take it to the PGMOL, my guy. They're under pressure. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Let's get the audio in here, like. You know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want to hear the audio, mate. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. If, I don't know what the audio was like. Oh, Lee, Lee's, go, Lee's going to take his daughter out for a meal, like. So let's, let's put it at 10 o'clock. Let's fuck him up, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right then. Like, yeah. nah. That's the audio. <laughs> we should do that actually. Let let's fuck him up. What a quote. Alright, let's move on. Let's move on, people. I'll tell you what, the only, the only, and like you got him over here like the old snake bite there. Um, he's just happy that he don't come bloody bottom now. So what you, you know what I mean? That's how pitless he is. Like, you know I've, I mean? never, like, I've never hid my shamelessness. I oh, know you haven't. <laughs> yeah, well, we've, we, actually, your shameless has come out to, tenfold over the last couple of weeks. Look, I've, I've said I'm here for one thing, one thing. Oh, that's the top three. Oh, another thing, I ain't got a comment of the week. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you Another point. Another point there. Go on, dot me another point. That was the rule. I think the rule is you get Dr. Point if you don't have one. I think it was. I think we agreed that. I'm going to be the bigger man here and say, Lee, no more Dr. Points. I'm, I don't like Dean. You're like man. Oh, yeah. I expect you to have my back. Like, you've even got me swearing now. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. an absolute joke. I've got your back too. We'll allow, we'll allow this one. You're out for your birthday. You know, Michelle's in the bathroom. We'll allow, we'll allow you. <laughs> 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 Lee's raging. 
Lee's You're gonna look for sympathy in the same comment section that you don't bother looking at after shows to get comments of the day. Can you imagine? No, they, they can go straight and go straight well and all like if they, if they think this is right, I will never do no more comments. I'm on straight, I'm on comments, right? <laughs> I've got uh, I've got a comment, James Jordan. I, I've got I've got one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got one, I've got one, I've got one. Can I start because mine's on, on the topic? Go for it. So my one's from Ramosh. Um, he says, Lee not paying Turkish is disgraceful. I used to think he was the old classy Arsenal guy, but he honestly doesn't bring any value, not even the one he owes. Then he goes yeah. and brags about going to these games. Pay your debt, mate. And just that, a reminder, man. Lee, it's five shows I've made on time now. So, yeah, bank transfers. And who, who's that from? Ramos. Ramos. Ah, yours. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, that is an avid follower of the show. Yeah. Right. Well, oh, the tactical insight, then. He's welcome there, like, you know what I mean? Right. Ramos, you're welcome to Tactical Insight community whenever you want. Oh, shit. I'm sorry about Lee. Go on, who's up next? Oh, I'll go what? next. Um, I've got a quick one. Uh, user ZP5D, just long. I know you always get onto Jordan for how early the podcast is recorded, but I appreciate it, especially on a Monday morning. It's out and I can listen to it on my way to work. It's appreciated. Thanks, guys. You're welcome, user ZP, something, 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 five, seven, I have, I whatever. Have got, I have got a comment. I, re- I remembered it. Oh, he's no, coming. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I there remember now. I've just gone through my photos, and I did take it though. You know what I mean? Go on. No, I do apologise to the chat. <laughs> <laughs> what? No more of this, Lena. No, look what is his name, Ramos. So he can get double barrel weekend. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> Big six wanker. That's what he is. Hey, <laughs> take my show's name out your mouth. Take my shoulders, He's one of those followers, isn't he? Like, you know what I mean? Those it's way too late. Chat Ramos, I can guarantee this. Super chat Ramos, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Before even watch James, this is James 5205. Before even watching the show, I predicted that Jordan would not like the Kai Havertz chance. <laughs> really not even understanding it. Brilliant, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's shit. <laughs> We've got one from Michael Hollingsworth. Lovely to see Arsenal sharing the penalties around. I heard Stuart McFarlane's up for the next one, followed by Wynn. <laughs> <laughs> it's my club. I fucking love this club. Can I take the next penalty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Win taking a pre-match. Uh, Listen... I'm all for seeing at the Emirates at half time. You know, God forbid we're losing the North London Derby 2 0 or win his brought out for the half time penalties against Gunnosaurus. If that ever happens, someone <laughs> get a camera on Turkish right there and then. Please don't. Please don't. You know, that will be, that will break the internet. Since I've mentioned win, people don't stop going on about it, for God's sake. So. I'm trying, I'm you gave to... that dog more PR than the than the club ever did. <laughs> <laughs> I've been clipped no end with that, but yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Comments of the day done, predictions done, discussion done. We are back after the Manchester City game. We'll be recording Sunday night straight after the game. So About it's, 10 you know, o'clock. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. Um, 
So the emotions are going to be raw, win, lose, or draw. Um, I know yeah. people like the ones that we do straight after games as well as the ones on Monday morning. Well, we're going to record it after the game and we're going to release it Monday morning. So it's a win-win. And I ain't talking about the dog. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Jordan, Lee, James, pleasure as always. We've nearly hit an hour and a half, so I'm hoping to hit a thousand likes by the time you've watched this video, people. So have a check, hit the like button, make sure you're subscribed, show some love to the channel, and obviously show some love to Lee Judges TV, James B., Channel Four. Uh, also, I'm on, I'm on Talksport. Um, when this comes out, it'll be tonight. So I'm on channel. I'm on Talksport. 10 p.m. Sports Bar. Pick up the Arsenal. Check me out. Check you out. When 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 when? Tonight. What if? <laughs> shut up. Man. Shut up. <laughs> if if. <laughs> I never know what you said there, but. He'd if, rather watch Tactical Insight. Oh, well, that is, that's no need for that. There's no need for that. There's no, no need, need for that. No need for that. Maybe I'll watch the big six then. There you go. Like, yeah. Oh, jeez. Hey, keep your eyes off that show, man. I don't want to hear that Straight, out of your mouth Straight. anymore. <laughs> right, Lee, James, Jordan, we're going to wrap it up here. People, hope you've enjoyed another pod. It wasn't the result we wanted against Lons. The big sacker injury. Hopefully, he's back for City. Leave us your predictions in the comment section below. Leave us your thoughts on the discussion that we have had tonight and leave us the lineup too without Saka who would you play in this position I'm going to check the comments I'm sure a few of us will and we'll be back after the Manchester City game love for the love hit the like button we're out people peace Podcast Network.